Welcome to the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary podcast. This is your host, Scotty B. Follow us online for weekly content in cosplay, fandoms, interviews, tips on how to build your cosplay brand, and of course, always a safe space for you to share your stories and what motivates you to stay active within the cosplay community and contribute to our cause to bring cosplayers together in this space. This season is all about getting united, and this week is all about Twitch. And we talked about Twitch yesterday, and we talked about the time commitment of Twitch. It's a it's a daunting task for many, especially for me. It's great if you have content that plays into that space where you do want to spend several hours doing something. If you're a gamer, uh, we're going to be talking a lot more about gamers. We want to see, I'm just really going through the discovery process here with Twitch to see if there's some mid-ground between gaming and cosplay and all of the cosplayers that are migrating to Twitch who are becoming more into the, they're getting more into the into the uh I guess the gaming culture of geekdom and fandom you know it still translates to cosplay like it's all related cosplayers kind of can move from thing to thing to thing i don't think there's really anything like cosplay itself doesn't have to be just one thing i think it can it can kind of spread into many facets of the fandom and geek culture that is out there so Cons were gone, right, for most of 2020, and we really just are starting to see things come back. It's great to see people out and about at the cons. Say what you will about uh, the virus and the the potential hazards of being in public. I'm not here to to really voice an opinion about that, but make make the choice that's best for you. That's really that's really the the moral of the story here. You know, if you're not comfortable being in large groups then don't be in them. There are risks to all of this. There can be risks. It's a, you know, it can be a health risk. I, I can tell you that the last time that I went to C2E2, I did get sick right after. And I don't know if that was from there or from work or from, you know, something else. I don't know how, you know, I don't know how that happened, but certainly uh, being around large groups of people can increase your risk of getting sick. I'm not a doctor and I'm not an expert, but being on Twitch does not <laughs> contribute to you being in large crowds and getting sick. So there are some advantages right there. That is, you know, being online is relatively safe, relatively safe for most folks. And building a channel on Twitch is relatively safe. It's relatively difficult. You know, I think a lot of people will say that conventions and circulating at conventions, uh, Joni Bros has had an interview not too long ago where I was, I was kind of listening in on this and uh, she was talking to to her host. It's about an hour long interview. Uh, she did mention that when she circulates at cons, the con isn't really. It's like maybe a break even, but it is good marketing. It is circulating amongst people in a community or people at that convention. You know, people can be sharing things with other people. So from that standpoint, it's like well, it's some marketing, and marketing has its costs. So if you're breaking even on that, that's good. But it is not. You're not like gaining as a cosplayer having a booth or going, you know, and being on a panel and spending this weekend. It's a, it's a lot of money for travel. It's a lot of money for lodging. It's a lot of money, you know, especially if the cons aren't paying the entire way, or even if they are like, it's still, you're not making a ton of money. There's a lot that goes into being at a convention as a cosplayer. Uh, I will find out at the end of this year, just how much goes into, well, I've done it once before or twice, you know, going as a brand is expensive and being on Twitch comparatively speaking is not. And I think it is, what cosplayers are beginning to realize oh you know i can i can do i can vary a lot of content here we can sit down we can chat 
we can go over fandoms, we can get really deep into a topic, we can talk about video games, we can play video games. There's a lot. You know, the cosplay gamer is kind of a hybrid that is starting to take over the kind of the mainstream of cosplay. I think there's there's the real and the TikTok cosplayer. There's there's the person who's coming up with a, you know, I would say it, it all falls into one of the three categories or four categories. You know, you have viral content, you have your deep content, and then you have that relatable sort of content that, you know, you, you have like your base of videos, the things that you do that you want to do for other people, that content, you know, like maybe you're a vlogger, so you're documenting a lot, but, you know, you can go deep or you can try and go viral. And I think, you know, cosplayers, are generally into one or more of those things. And we need to, you know, understand that cosplayers are designers. So when you're on Twitch, uh, you can share, uh, I think a really great example of this is Tiffany Gordon Cosplay. She is on Twitch fairly often. She's so consistent. She puts a lot of YouTube content. I think she's got 131 episodes of stuff that she's building. So amazing. Such a great prop builder. And noting that she really goes through and documents the process on Twitch and she spends so much time with the people who are willing to spend time with her. It's, it's a very, it's a very good format. The, you know, that's part of cosplay, but is that, is that gaming? If you switch over to gaming, does it make sense? And, and uh, what does Twitch think about this? You know, cause I know YouTube, if you're on YouTube and you're doing one thing and then you pivot to another thing, YouTube gets all confused. It's like, wait, what is this? What am I looking at here? I don't know who to, who do I, who do I show this to. Like the guy was talking about one thing over here now he's gaming. Like I don't know what to do. So YouTube's not too helpful. Uh, the the algorithm is just confused by what you might do if it's a little different than the other things that you do. So it it might not work as well. Depends on how you're building everything. You know, there's there's a strategy involved here. I think I've covered this right. Like we talk about overlap. Like cosplayers go into different areas you know they're, they're in different spaces and you know i like i've always liked video games i mean video video games is uh, i think you know that really started right around the time that i was a kid many 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 years ago in the way back machine in the 80s i think there you know pong was like a little bit before that but gaming didn't really take off until the mid 80s late 80s you could watch you could watch a documentary on netflix and you could fact check all of that for me you know the biggest thing like going to the arcade was so much fun as a kid and being able to document that, you know, that's that's not a bad idea, you know, but uh, being able to document that, I think would be a lot of fun, like play some retro games. You could probably play a crap load of re- retro games because none of them ever took that much time. Like pole position was literally three laps. You know, you went around the track like two or three times, I think, and then it just ended. Like there was there was no next race, next race, next race. You just you just went around three times and that was it. <laughs> you know, and, uh, you, you, you won or you lost and you had a point total. Pac-Man had an ending, you know, it's, uh, there, there were games, some games had more and some games were very short on Atari. One of my favorites was Mega Mania. If you've ever heard of Mega Mania, Mega Mania is awesome on Atari. Love that game. Love the, love to shoot at the falling potatoes and stuff. It was really just to shoot. You just shoot at things that are coming towards you. Like that's it. Uh, Double Dragon, one of my favorite games to play in the arcade. There were like some WrestleMania games that I love to play in the arcade, but they were just fun. They weren't, they weren't open source or anything like that. Like you didn't, you didn't, you didn't have the whole world of like Fallout Four to like explore around it. I mean, I don't know how many quarters that would have taken. They had one. I think they had like a hologram game, too. The hologram game was a lot of fun. And right now I play a lot of Hearthstone. I guess I'll just mention that. I, I play Hearthstone. I don't know how long I'm going to play Hearthstone. It's it's fairly frustrating. <laughs> it's uh, it feels a bit like it's a little. I mean, I 
the anybody who talks about Hearthstone online will hate me for this, but it feels a little bit rigged. It feels like if you're if you're an arena player, and again, I'm I'm probably just like my my audience is I'm losing my audience. But if you play Hearthstone and you know how this game works, if you get into arena and you lose two games, the chances of you winning the next game are so ridiculously high, you get all the cards you need, and that to me feels a bit rigged. Feels like it's already predetermined. And I know it's already predetermined if you have any of the add-ons that help you with drafting or anything like that. If you play Battlegrounds in Hearthstone, okay, uh, as you're going into your last match, wherever you happen to be, the hits aren't randomized. The hits are fixed because the program long before everything has hit everything in Battlegrounds, long before, like really basically when it starts, when your last game starts, if you if you're if it's your last game and you're going to lose, it tells you the thing pops up. It's like, oh, you're done. Uh, let's move on to the next game before anything has happened on the screen. So all the moves get planned. Like they're all planned. It's like Madden. Everything is scripted. So basically it predetermines the outcome based on your setup before you see any of the animations. It's already done. So I'd say a lot of that is fixed. How it determines the outcome is just fixed. It's a It's a fixed set of things because it has to be right? It's a game. It has to, it has to have some logic based on position. I think the better you are at figuring out that position and figuring out the, the numbers, the better you're going to be at Hearthstone. Like it's really just a very, it's not necessarily completely random because nothing that happens inside of a computer really is like it can, it can, it can simulate randomness, but it isn't. Uh, I like, I like one-on-one gameplay a little bit better because there is some like you know, you have to do so many things. Like you're you're playing against a human, so there's some interpretation. Whereas if you're playing against a computer, I'm like, eh, I don't I don't think this is random. You know, it's I don't think there's like determinate. It's like predetermined. You are either going to lose this game because the computer's already said that you're going to, or you it's already been predetermined that you're winning. And I think, you know, that has a very Madden feel to it as far as like gaming is going. I don't know how many people even play Madden anymore, but uh, at a certain point that game. So maybe stay away from maybe stay away from games that feel predetermined on your stream. But um yes, I I would love to see if there is something to do. I know Diablo 2 is coming back out very soon, a very cool. A lot of really cool cut co- like does anyone cosplay Diablo? Uh besides like I've seen again Tiffany Gordon cosplay does have a Diablo 2 Diablo 3 uh Diablo cosplay that she's been working on it's amazing a lot of a lot of really fun things coming out there and i liked that game i played the heck out of it once upon a time so i would go back to playing the heck out of it i, I think that would fit very well into a stream and i think that there are other things that i could probably do in streaming i think i think there are choices that can be made for heroes on twitch maybe that's what we call it but that is where i will end today thanks so much for listening everyone this was a bit of a longer episode but you stuck through it of course you can find us online at heroes of cosplay sanctuary.com and you can follow me at heroes of cosplay sanctuary you follow my co-host astrovoid cosplay at astrovoid cosplay and find all her links uh she's doing fairly well on tiktok so you might want to take a look at that and of course all the merch is available on the website we will see you tomorrow thanks so much for being here everyone bye bye